0: Nowadays, when you drive through Oregon or Washington or anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, you see Bigfoot everywhere. Sasquatch, this t-shirt, that. You can get him on mugs, t-shirts, napkins, anything. There was a time before that. Back in time, way before you two were born. Way back in the early 70s, Grandpa Bear used to tell me this tale. Now, Grandpa Bear grew up in this tiny little mountain town on just the eastern side of Snoqualmie Pass called North Bend. Now, back in those days, hey, Dad, in the... North Bend, it was it in deep, deep in the forest. Deep in the forest. Now, North Bend was just off the main highway through Washington State, right before you'd go over the mountain pass to cross over into Seattle, but it was just a sleepy little town back in those days in the 1970s. Now, if you guys remember anything about your Grandpa Bear, well, he liked to get into just a fair bit of trouble, and he was a fair bit older than you. He was a teenager in those days, and he thought he was old enough to go on his very own overnight backpacking camping trip, and he decided to bring his best friend and troublemaker, Tom Hammerley, with him oh there's a big mountain that overlooks north bend it's called mount side not a lot of people climb up there not a lot of people hike up there this was back in the days before everybody liked to go outside and hike for fun back in the 70s unless you were hunting you were a crazy person to be walking around in the woods for fun now grandpa bear borrowed and or stole grandma joyce's car grabbed his friend Tom Hammerley, and off they drove as far as they could go. They went down the main road towards Mount Si and they took it even up the old logging road, which they shouldn't have done because this was a 67 Mustang and it was not designed to go down logging roads. This was a sports car designed to be on a sleek highway, but that didn't stop your grandpa and his best friend that night and up higher and higher they went into the mountains And you see the sun right now, how it's just starting to get darker around this campfire? Well, his grandpa was driving up into those mountains. The sun was setting in the sky, just like it is here. And as they drove higher and higher up into those mountains, they finally got to the point where the car couldn't go any further. It was as far as you could go, taking a sports car up a logging road. That blue 67 Mustang wasn't gonna go any further. As try as they might, they couldn't get it done. Put the parking brake on, they grabbed their sleeping bags, a little bit of food they had, slung them over their shoulders, and headed down the road looking for a clearing to set up their camp. And walk and walk they went as the sun got lower and lower in the sky. Finally, they found a spot with a little bit of water and they thought, hey, we can make a fire here and we can have a camp. They were well above the city of North Bend. And when I say city, that's an overstatement because it was just a few hundred people back in those days. And they built up a campfire just like you can hear crackling right here. And they whipped out some sticks, carved them up just like we did for your marshmallows, and grilled a couple of hot dogs over the fire and had a pretty good night, and were feeling pretty good about themselves as long as they didn't think about what Grandma Joyce was going to do when she found that Grandpa Bear had stolen her car and drove off with it to go camping with his best friend. Well, they didn't have a tent or anything then. They just had an old tarp They got a rope and they strung it between two trees and they threw the tarp over the top. He and Tom Hammerly snuggled in nice and close. And they were going off to sleep when they heard the biggest crack, like a branch breaking, just like when I was getting the firewood for this fire tonight. And they both looked at each other and they were thinking, what could have made that? Nothing like a beaver or a gopher could have cracked a branch that big. Now I'm talking a crack like... Look at that log on the fire that's an inch and a half, two inches thick. I'm talking about a crack like that. Not like a little deer going through the woods. We're talking, snap, something big. Stepped on something big out there. He and Tom didn't do anything except hold their breath. They heard another crack, closer this time. And they said, who goes there? Who's out there? Well, Tom had his 22. It's just a low-caliber rifle and he grabbed that rifle and he said, who goes out there? Couldn't hear anything except for the sound of breathing. Of himself? Something big in the shadows. Look out into those trees over there. You see how you can only see so far until it just turns to black and shadow? Something was standing in between those trees. Blocking out the stars behind it, breathing, looking right into their camp. Tom grabbed his gun and he fired. Him. And he heard a roar like he'd never heard before. Now, 22—that's a, a small gun. A bullet from a 22 is not a whole lot bigger than your baby sister's pinky finger. A bullet from that gun isn't going to do much except make a big beast angry. Wow. He fired again, and he fired again, and he heard the sound of sticks snapping far off into the forest. (laughs) Fading into the distance. Well, Grandpa Bear and Tom were just about to pee their pants at this point, so they went out and they grabbed every piece of wood they could find. And they threw every bit of dry wood they could on their fire until they had a roaring bonfire. And the two of them sat on the log right next to each other, just like you and your sister, And they held each other close and they held that gun right next to them all night long. When the morning sun rose the next day, they they did not sleep a wink that night. When they woke the next morning, they walked out into the woods between those two tall trees where they'd heard that sound. And it had rained a couple nights before. And in the dirt, They saw a footprint like they'd never seen before. It was big enough to fit my hand inside of it one, two, three times. They'd never seen a footprint that big in their life. And this wasn't a footprint from a bear. This was like a footprint from some sort of primate, man-like beast. And it was right outside their camp. They wasted no time, they packed up everything They had, they got their gear, they ran back to that 67 Mustang, but there it was, still on that dirt logging road. Just as stuck as it was the night before. Grandpa Bear is getting in there, he's starting it up. Doesn't want to start. What are they going to do? Battery's dead. Tom threw everything in the back. He and Grandpa worked their hardest to push that thing around. Now lucky they were on a hill. So they were able as a manual back in those days you could roll start something if the battery was dead. And they're turning to get it pushed around, but the two of those guys had to push that car with their own strength. And what did they hear while they were pushing that car? They heard a They heard a branch snap in the woods. Not a small branch, but a big branch. And they heard a sound from the woods. Barry goes, You push this car, Tom, let's go. And they got a turn, and they got it facing down the hill, and it started to roll. And the car's rolling, and Grandpa Bear's getting ahead of Tom, and the car's rolling. He's going, Tom says, Just start it, Bear. And he puts it in gear, and he gets it, goes, And it goes to start and dies. And in the woods, they hear again, Rrr! He says, Tom, you get in the car. And Tom's running behind the car, and they're rolling down the hill. Grandpa Bear puts it into second gear, dumps the clutch out. The engine goes, Noo, it fires to life. Barely. Tom's running behind. Grandpa stops the car, revs the engine. Tom jumps in, slams the door. And just as they pull away, they see a figure in the rear view mirror step out into the road. And they're looking in the mirror. But the sun's behind it. And all they can see is a shadow. Easily eight feet tall. Well, Grandpa didn't let off the gas until he got back home to his mom's house. and it was safe and sound. He wasn't even afraid of how much trouble he was going to get in because he was just so glad to be at home. And they never did figure out what was out there in those woods that night. But I'll tell you, for every day Grandpa Bear lived, he never went back to Mount outside. Not one night in his life.